For the 152nd time, I am Nacho Flacco. This is Nacho Flacco, the podcast. I am joined by East Coast Doug now. Eastern time, Doug. So it's it's Friday. All up in the videos. Yep, you know it. Dancing in the videos. I love it, no, man. Yeah, it. no, North North Carolina, man. It's uh it was a late fall this year, you know. So the drive through the the North Carolina mountains, man, it was it was gorgeous. So I'm uh, but I'm stoked to be here. It's a long drive from the Pacific Ocean to the Atlantic Ocean, basically. So <laughs> is how close is Raleigh how close is Raleigh to the ocean? About two and a half hours. All right. Um yeah, which my you know, my business partner I moved out here, he lives in Moorhead City, which is basically right on the water. So, so uh, you, you, you get your time there. Yeah, yeah. So the beach ain't far. Yeah. Um, well, cool. Uh, gosh, I mean, what's not to like about the Thursday night game this week? Yeesh. The goddamn um, Jets. Yeah, the goddamn New York Jets. Uh, let's start with Aaron Rodgers lying, Aaron Rodgers. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, I I didn't listen. I'm not I'm not up on every press conference from every team. I've got a job, several children, a, a couple children. Uh, you know, podcast meme pay. I can't keep up with it all, but I would have liked to have thought that if I was watching that press conference from the the preseason, where somebody asked him, "Hey, Aaron, can you?" Are you vaccinated? Can you give us your thoughts on on vaccination? And and he's standing there and goes, "Yeah, you know, I'm immunized." That I would have had a follow up question that's like, "Yeah, but that's not the same thing." Like you're you're being real careful with your words there, Mister Jeopardy man. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, and, and he got one over on a lot of people and he, he might be in some, he might be in some trouble. Like you're not supposed to be doing endorsements. You're not supposed to be unmasked talking to the media. You're and, and his like recent state farm commercial that like just came out where he's like the game show host that was like filmed recently. Like you're not supposed to be doing any of this shit if you haven't been vaccinated. And that was part of the reason that was like part of the hammer that the league was holding was saying, you know, we'll fuck with your money if you don't get vaccinated. And uh, he ducked and dodged that one. And the the Packers and or Aaron Rodgers could get. The, the, we, I don't know what the punishment's going to be, but it, I, I suppose it could be bad. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. What he is. I get. Did, did he lie? I guess. Like you said, he said something else. Well, it'd it's nice. like he, I don't give a shit if you lie to the media. I mean, yeah. it's not great for your brand. But so like, like, is it is it deeper than that? Did I? I don't know. I haven't, dude. I've been busy today, so I'm kind of behind. Um, but yeah, did he, he? So he like did he like turn in a fake card or something or what? 
I so that's what's gonna have to come out at some point, right? Was the the league has cons- the league apparently has considered him unvaccinated the entire time. Um, okay, and so but or or something like it's but he, and in in light of that, right? Like he's doing a bunch of shit that you're just not supposed to. I mean, this is what got the Bronco this is the type of stuff that the Broncos ran into last year where everybody was like why didn't they you know that game where the entire QB room was was you know uh, basically held out of the game for for covid violations yeah. um and and uh, Kendall Hinton had the, the wide receiver practice squad wide receiver had to play quarterback the reason the league came down on them so hard was that they were fucking with the policy like they took off their monitors and left them and put them in corners of the room so that it looked like they were social distancing. And then they all sat together to watch film. Like they were like, just they were flaunting shit that they shouldn't have been flaunting. And this is now going to be the test of whether, you know, the league is going to deal with the Packers kind of the same way they dealt with the Broncos. Obviously Rogers tested positive for COVID. He's not going to be able to play blah, blah, blah. But you know, the Broncos the, the got dealt with hard, but their quarterback was Drew Locke. And they're not, you know, they're not the Packers, right? Yeah. Who Aaron Rodgers is a quarterback. So um we'll see, I guess. I guess the real question is how excited are you to see Jordan Love in a regular season game? I'm I'm you know, that's that's a great question. And I thought about it and then I realized he's playing the Chiefs defense. And uh, if this is a this is a really good spot for him to come in and it would be way funnier if he sucked. And I think playing the Chiefs defense, it's going to be less likely that he sucks. Yeah, I mean, he could have a good game. Yeah, I smell a quarterback controversy. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, um, no. But yeah, no, that is uh, it's weird. It's weird. Why, why sugarcoat that or dance around it? Yeah, plenty of guys are out there. I mean, plenty of guys are out there saying no. Kirk Cousins was like, no, I'm I'm not getting vaccinated. But, um, you know, Cole Beasley, I mean, and Kirk Cousins has gotten Cole Beasley was obviously out there being a, a jackass about it and being very public about what he was doing. Kirk Cousins, like, did his interview, said, yeah, I'm not getting vaccinated and I'll deal with it if if it happens. And Aaron Rodgers could have said the same thing and it blown over, but Again, he's out there flaunting like specific things that the league said. No, you can't do that. And um, yeah, we'll see. So, is Aaron Rodgers a narcissist? Because that's what um, Billy Simmons called him on Colin Cowturd. Is, uh, is just this is, whole situation? I've never, heard him this called, I've never heard him called Billy Simmons, but that's that's uh, I had to like recalibrate. I knew that Bill, I knew that. Like the sports guy was on Coward today, and I'm like, wait, that sounds like Bill Simmons. Um, <laughs> is Aaron Rodgers a narcissist? I heard him say that today, and and he's he's basically calling him, you know, basically the last year how he's handled everything from leaving the team and all that stuff, pretend or potentially asking for a trade this off season, yeah, to this stuff. What which, I can tell uh, you is that there's a bunch of people that have worked for Bill Simmons 
that are laughing at Bill Simmons can calling somebody else a narcissist. That that is hilarious, probably to a bunch of people. Right. Um, Not a fan, by the way. The uh, I I've I'm 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 a fan despite he's he's I, I'm a fan, but I can't listen to him talk about certain things. Um, and I know those things that I, I know those things and I stay away from those things and it makes it easier for me to, um, yeah, for me I to, guess, to... I guess I might be in the same boat, but those things for me are like, I don't want to hear him talk about sports. <laughs> so that's I, like, it's I, the main thing for me. He's, pop culture. He's... Sure. Let's talk about pop culture, Billy. I don't um, respect him. That's why I don't say Bill. That's why I'm saying Billy. That's a, it's a, it's <laughs> I, not a lot, but it's a up on it. Well, I know, I know you and him have have a history, or at least you have a history with him. You guys don't have a shared history, but I know that you're not a, a a fan. But that's more of a that's a that's a Celtics Lebron Cavs thing, right? Don't Initially. speak ill of anything Cleveland, Billy. Yeah, <laughs> you got to be you got to be from Cleveland to do that. Yep. Um, I can make fun of my little brother. You cannot. Right. So the um uh. The scenario is he a narcissist? I mean, fuck, man. Like, no, no. I mean, listen, he QB one of a football, like a top 10 quarterback, a top eight, six, seven quarterback of all time, right? Is going to register somewhere on some kind of mental illness scale, right? Like for you to like Brady is a sociopath, right? That guy is just a, a, he's basically, he's like a, if Brady wasn't playing football, he'd be a sniper or something like he just (laughs) need, like he just needs that Peyton Manning, you know, as goofy as he is and, and as funny as he is like to be that competitive, to have that much belief in yourself, to have that like, all of these guys, like, you know, if not for them being six five and two hundred and twenty pounds, would be uh probably with the same personality, would still be eminently successful running sales teams or CEOs or whatever it is, right? Um so you know, but like man, you're fucking can you be a narcissist if you're that fucking good at your at if if you can back it up as well as Aaron Rodgers can? Like it's um, it's, it's just it's is there a justifiable narcissism? I, I I completely agree. You have to have some level of it to be that great. So I, I think you're onto something there for sure. Um, but but yeah, I don't I don't I don't think Aaron Rodgers is that bad. I think they're certainly more crazier cases of narcissism and professional sports than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, no, I mean, he's flexing his, he's flexing his power is what he's, is what he's been doing for the last year. And he got, he got slapped around a little bit by the Packers and he said, okay, I can hit back a little bit, right? I can force my way out of here. I don't show up for camp. I can, I can create some, I can fuck around. I can have some fun. You guys, you know, this is, this is a two way street. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a little tit for tat. It's a little childish. Um, but you know, narcissism is like such a, like a, a, a 
narcissism to me is is for people that think of themselves as greater like way greater than they are right not like but we're not talking like five or ten percent like if aaron Rodgers, to me if aaron Rodgers was like i'm far and away the best quarterback to ever play the game of football yeah that's like okay you know i'm glad you think that but like it's like it's like rappers right every rapper thinks there's the greatest rapper alive um you know or but there's only a handful of guys that can actually say that um you know this isn't like me saying hey we have the greatest fucking podcast in the world that would be that would be a sick version of of like narcissism despite all the evidence to the contrary um but yeah it doesn't mean that doesn't mean it's a bad podcast right it doesn't mean like we we're you know we we're not getting better we're not doing all these other things like it's a good podcast it's worth fucking listening to um and I'd like uh, to yeah you know we put effort into it um and so you know it's it's uh yeah I, the narcissism it, bill bill took it a, a step further there it might be a little kind of like takes one to know one there with with bill um right. anyways uh jets colts reaction uh doug did you bet on this game no, I had I'm I didn't watch a single play of this game. I've been uh been all over the place today. No, I was so. just, just I was like cuz the overhit um 75 yeah. point, the overhit. Um that's surprising, right? Especially with Mikey White going down. Well, jo- I mean, we'll get to Josh Johnson, who has one of the most interesting careers in football to me. Um, well, started in a beautiful. Right it started in a beautiful place. That, <laughs> yeah, that I've called home. Formerly, um, officially. Yeah, little, little little Catholic school down here by the beach, named uh, called the University of San Diego, and um, Gorgeous. Uh, played played under Jim Harbaugh here down at USD. Jimmy Harbaugh. Um, but uh, yeah, didn't win his first. He he's got one win in his career. Didn't win his first game until he was thirty two years old. He's made just shy of $8 million in his career. He's 35. Really? 35. Yeah, I guess. He didn't even play in the league between 2013 and 2018. Then was in the XFL and the AAF for 2019 and 2020. Um, what, and, and has been a practice squad guy on the Niners. Like he was always the fourth quarterback for the Niners under Harbaugh. That's why I know, like, you know, he's been, a he's been around, um, but drafted by the bucks or signed by the bucks, um, uh-huh. uh, to start his career. And, but like, he's out there running around at 35, like, um, uh at uh at at 35 like a like a young man he's he's spry yeah he hasn't he hasn't been taking the hits like every other 35 year old quarterback in this league so i think he's probably somewhat fresh yeah no um the uh all right so uh also another tidbit from this game rock yasin top three name in football just temple 
Temple cornerback, right? Yeah. 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 Colts, Colts defensive back. Yeah. One of the top three names in football. And I can't think well, of the other two. I liked him coming out of the draft. He was, yeah. But yeah, that was a great name. Rakusin. Yes, and I wanted, I was so desperately trying to figure out a trigonometry joke for the meme page. Um, it just didn't, I just didn't get there. And maybe the joke is going to be the uh, lady staring at the math problems in her head. Uh, and it's just going to be not Joe trying to come up with a trigonometry joke for Rocky SN. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the announcer curse hit pretty bad today. Um I just want to I just want to double check this real quick. But at one point Carson Wentz had three incompletions and three touchdowns. Yeah. Which is, you know, good. Um Oh, by the way, Doug, you need to uh uh you're missing both quarterbacks in uh I play you this week and you're missing both quarterbacks. Oh shit, I think I picked up Carson Wentz, but I forgot to put him in. <laughs> no, you did not pick up Carson Wentz. I picked up Carson Wentz. You did? I tried to. <laughs> yeah. Um uh let's see here. So that's fine. Yeah, the the picking up Carson Wentz felt good. Felt good, felt strong. Um yeah. uh anyway, so after uh after the three incompletion, three touchdown stat, Carson Wentz through five more incompletions and no more touchdowns. So announcer curse hit hit pretty good there. Um this is literally other than being robbed of primetime Mike White, which I'll never forgive whoever heard him for. Um the only thing I got from this game is that if I have the first pick in the draft next year, I'm taking Jonathan Taylor. He is That's good. It. He I'm gets just, the odds just, every which way. Yeah. Um Kamara, Dalvin, McCaffrey. I'm good on all of them. Uh, I'm taking certainly, you know, does does King Henry drop out of the, could you see Derrick Henry dropping out of the top 10 next year? Well, he's not going to have 370 carries this year, though, is he? Yeah, he's got a foot fracture. <laughs> so he's not going to hit that 370 number. So I'm he's top three. Because of the 370 <laughs> carries. The um I um I maybe I'm just being stung a little bit by knowing I shouldn't have drafted. I, I got such a good price on him in the draft that I just couldn't I just I just, I just couldn't pull it off. I just couldn't it, I just couldn't avoid it. Yeah. Um it depends. I mean if he's you know he might bounce back and be just as healthy as he ever was, you know, but Certainly a lot of a lot of miles on those tires of King Henry. Yeah. Um, so I was I was looking at We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over three hundred and fifty million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The games this week. And I was looking specifically and I got to the Sunday night game and I'm like, hey, this is a really good Sunday night game. And I'm like, the fucking primetime games have sucked this season. And I, and and rather than just say they sucked, I wanted to go back and do the research. And and I found and this is um, I would like to be credited with this if uh, okay. this gets picked up by any of the, the major outlets reported here first. Um Titans Rams is going to be the first game first Sunday night football game this year where both teams have winning records. Yeah. Uh, according so in to week, the uh, information in, in, provided, in, I, I in, agree. In week one, both teams were 0 and 0. Uh in week two, the Ravens were 0 and 1. In the pat in the week three, the Packers were 1 and 1, not a winning record. The Pats were one and two when they played the Bucks. The Chiefs were two and two when they played the Bills. Then we had week six and seven where all four teams were under 500. The Seahawks were two and three. The Steelers were two and three. The Colts were two and four. The Niners were two and three. And then the Vikings were three and three last week against the Cowboys. And this in week nine is the first time we get to see two winning teams go up against each other in the marquee NFL game slot. Yeah, what's up with the Thursday night games being better than the Sunday night games? That's doesn't feel right for real for real Fix um all right so uh did you make your picks um i did but i don't know what games i picked so let's just uh but i got them here i got these right here so let's do it i like it um all right well okay i think it's time the the first game on the list here other than i did not i would have picked the colts i did not remember to get my pick in the next game up is Browns at Bengals. And and this seems like as good a time as any. I feel like you probably got a lot of stuff off your chest last week. The temperature has cooled down a little bit. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But on top of that, Odell is now not apparently welcome in this establishment. So where... Where are you sitting? Because your thing a couple weeks ago was don't trade him, fucking play him, figure it out, make it work. Am I summarizing that correctly? Uh, yeah, yeah. And I'm, uh, I, I did get a lot off my chest on the last pod. Uh, felt good about it. Received, you know, received some inquiries. I had some concerned uh, listeners, <laughs> which, which it, I absolutely do appreciate you checking in on me. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I mean, dude, I mean, well, I don't know what else to say. Odell came out of the gates firing three great seasons, but he hasn't really been that great since then. Right. I mean, is that fair to say? Um, hasn't really put up the numbers he did like he was in those first three years, like not even close. Right. I mean, Um, he was, he was on a, on a Jerry Rice kind of trajectory there those first three years. Yeah, and then and then not so much, right? 
Um, and I mean, when you look at, he got injured last year. Um, when he went down last year, Baker kind of went on a tear and had like was a top three quarterback last year um, without him. So yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is. I, don't, you know, I if he wants to be there, um, I think I was watching uh, uh, one of the one of the NFL uh, analysts or whatever. But you know, if he wants to be there, he's and I guess apparently he says he wants to be there. Like the Browns said, don't come. Right. Um, and I'm hearing that he wants to be there, which is weird because his body language on the field the last couple of games says he doesn't want to be there. Having daddy post something about Baker missing him, even though that's not how the you know he's reading the offense that way. He's just putting out plays. It's weird. Do you, th- you think he just, his dad just did that without talking to his son? I mean, having, parents, parents can get a little sideways sometimes, right? I mean, yeah. that's, I it's, do think it's uh, I, I I do think it's funny that the there's people out there that thought, man, I can't believe Odell's dad made this video. There's no way that guy could edit together <laughs> a video like that. So that was stupid. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know, that, man. I'm, but yeah. I'm I'm fine with uh, if Odell doesn't want to play, if he doesn't want to be in Cleveland, like don't be there. You know, see you later, pal. Like I I want him there. I when I watch games, I see the safety over top. Like they're looking at him. Teams are worried about him. Um, but he's dropped a lot of balls since he's been in Cleveland. I don't know if that's because he's working on the one-handed catches when he should be working on the two-handed catches, or he just doesn't want to be there. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I mean, I he think... got sent. I mean, he got sent to Cleveland as a fuck you from the from the Giants, yeah. right? Like they they the the story that's come out this and not recently came out a while ago was that I think it was Gettleman or whoever was is in charge of the Giants didn't want to send Odell like to the Niners who offered them more um, because. Gettleman didn't want to look like he lost the trade. Yeah. And um, so, you know, he was sent, you know, Odell was sent to Cleveland to rot, right? So that, um, and, and, and Gettleman didn't expect the cow, the, the Browns to get good um, and need him. And then on top of that, he's gotten hurt. I would still, in terms of, one way or another, he's going to end up a free agent, um, whether it's this season or after the season or, or whatever. He's going to get traded for some future six round pick. I mean, this is we're in we're in uh, Randy Moss on the Raiders territory, I think, with Odell. Right. And it's the value has dropped. His value has dropped so low for whatever reason, whether it's inj- injury or, or lack of effort. With with Randy, it was just lack of effort. Yeah. Um, so either through injury, lack of effort, um, whatever, his value is now dropped to the point where some fucking team, right? It's going to be like the Chiefs or some fucking team is going to be able to. I mean, because what Randy Moss was acquired at like twenty eight years old for a fourth round pick and and everybody thought that randy moss was was done or was too much of a head case at the time to 
to succeed. And basically, like his two seasons in Oakland, sixty cat a combined hundred and two catches in twenty eight games. So sixty catches and forty two catches. Um, only eleven touchdowns. Whereas last two seasons in Minnesota, he did seventeen and thirteen, and then he went eight and three. Um, and then his first season after going to New England. He goes for 23 touchdowns and 1,400 yards. Um, so, I mean, that's the that's the fear, right, is that you can't get through to him. It's not working. And um, you trade him for a fourth-round pick, and he turns back into a future Hall of Famer, which is what he was at the beginning of his career. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, he ain't Randy Moss. Um, Randy Moss is like top two, three receivers all time. I'm not sure where OBJ falls. I mean, OBJ shares a. I mean, like they're 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 both one of like seven guys to ever make the Pro Bowl receivers to make the Pro Bowl their first three years in the league, um, which. That list is fairly short and includes Chris Collinsworth. I did not realize um, the uh, so, but he, is he is he Randy Moss? No, but we didn't think Randy Moss was Randy Moss when he was in Oakland either, right? Like, I mean, it's like we're and and that's kind of my point is there's a there's a we've seen this before in that a a stud wide receiver goes somewhere and it doesn't work out for whatever reason. Some team picks the right team picks him up cheap, and all of a sudden he gets back on his gets back on his bullshit. Yeah, um, he would he would need an Antonio Brown type deal where he goes right. and plays with a great team, so and a great quarterback. But I mean, I think you know we traded for him, and then we had Freddie Kitchens and moved on to Stefanski, who Stefanski's a run first, throw it to the tight ends coach. He's never thrown it to the receivers, wide out receivers a lot. Um, so it's, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that, I, I think, know. and I think, I think that has, that has come up. I think you and I shit even talked about this on the podcast. Not this podcast. We started this in 2020. There was mm. another, we've talked about this before. I've talked about this with somebody where it's like, when you look at the targets for like Thielen and you look at the targets for Diggs back under Stefanski in, in in Minnesota, that it's like shit, man. It's just he had those guys and he wasn't throwing the ball. Like, what if he doesn't throw the ball enough? And maybe we're seeing that now. It's just not a fit for, you know. Um does those and somebody asked me on on uh, my on my IG story, um, they're like, you know. What what's going on with is Odell the biggest diva wide receiver of all time? I forget the exact question. I'm like, bro, I lived through T.O. Like, I'm a Niner fan who lived through T.O. Um, he was implying Jeff Garcia was gay, like midseason. We're yeah. we're not even remotely in that territory yet. Um, yeah. da- daddy making uh, you know uh, throwing some throwing some uh, videos up on online is not uh, anywhere close to the distraction that T.O. was. Um, yeah. Anyway, so this was we needed to we needed to get your feedback on on the Odell situation, but um, who who were you picking 
the uh, Browns are. Let's see here. The Browns are giving two and a half points. The Bengals are favored by two and a half at home against the Browns. Yeah, we'll. we'll uh, this this is a big game. Four and four going against Bengals. I mean, if we beat them, we'll have the same record as them and back in the division hunt. So this is almost a must win for the Browns. So it's a very interesting game for not only the Brownies, but all these Browns fans that have been losing their minds the last week. Um, this is a must win. So I'm taking the Browns. <laughs> I think, uh, I think there's going to be a certain level of anger, but I don't know. It's going to be a good game because the Bengals should be just as pissed off losing to the jets. Um, that's gotta, that's gotta taste funny. So I think you're going to see a lot of, a lot of orange on the field. Maybe some blood, and uh, if Odell's not playing, the Browns are gonna win. Like they're better without him. So go Browns. We're gonna win. <laughs> the um, the Browns probably need what six wins out of the final nine games to. I mean, that gets them to ten and six, ten and seven. Yeah. Um, and you've got the Lions in there. The you got the Lions in there. That's the only gimme. Yeah. So. Second hardest um, schedule, remaining schedule in the league. Yeah. Wouldn't have it any other um, way, though. There you go. Um, all right. Uh, Broncos, uh, Cowboys, Cowboys. I'm I'm picking the Browns as well. I've got a – I. this feels like a rally around Baker, you know, backs against the wall. They've, they've made their choice. They're saying, you know, Odell's not part of the team anymore. And uh, and that means that they're not going to fuck around with this shit anymore. And and maybe that's enough, you know, of putting their foot down. That sometimes sometimes you you got to tell your your star players, um, especially ones that aren't performing, that you know you're you're not in charge. So I'm 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 thinking that this might be a little bit of a bounce back game for the for the brownies. Um, Broncos, uh, Cowboys, Cowboys favored are giving favored by nine and a half. Who are you taking? Um, so they just got rid of Von Miller, right? And Cowboys are getting Dak back. I like the Cowboys. I think their Broncos are going to start heading in the other direction. So Cowboys cover. Yeah, I, I'm taking the same. How do you think the How do you think the Broncos players feel? that they're four and four and you just traded Von Miller like that, that can't, you, you think you're going to start like, okay, got off the, the losing streak. We're back to 500. Let's go. Let's make a push. And then they go and trade Von Miller right before the trading deadline. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. If, I mean, Von Miller is on the other side of 30 now, right? I don't think yeah, it's only, as, only I, half a sack, only half a sack this month, this last month. Yeah, he like he 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 had like three sacks in the first three games. He was playing well, but ever since then, he hasn't been doing great. And then he got injured, so I don't know if that trade's as big as deal as we're making it out to be. I think he's just a name, um, but we'll see. You know, he's going to be playing with Ramsey and Donald, so those are those are guys that are going to command attention that might leave him free. So who knows? But uh, I, as of right now, I'm not thinking it's that big of a deal of a trade for for uh for the rams here's here's part of the reason i think they made the trade here's here's their schedule coming up they've got the chargers and chiefs twice Mm -hmm. the bengals raiders and cowboys 
and they're only and then their other two games are the Eagles and Lions. Like that's they're not going to be favored in they're only going to be favored in two of those games, the Eagles game and the Lions game. And so if you can get two picks for Von Miller going into a stretch of your schedule where you're going to be the underdog in seven games. Um, that doesn't sound like sure. It's waving the white flag. It doesn't sound like a bad idea to retreat a little bit though. Yeah. Not, it doesn't send the right, I definitely doesn't send the right message, but from like a organizational team building, you know, if you can get a second and a third round pick for a, a defensive end that if he's not over the hill is close to over the hill. Yeah. It's hard to hard to turn that down. I think um, so too. Game of the week, Texans at Dolphins. One and seven versus one and seven. Yeah. Oof. Um, I mean the Texans are hot garbage, right? You gotta take the Dolphins here. The Texans have been bad. I I I, I, I took the Texans to be yeah. honest. To cover that I'd six like, and a half, yeah. It's the, the six and a half, like are the are the Dolphins a touchdown better than any team in the league? That's the thing that that I can't I can't like if this game were to, if this game were a a three the last second field goal or something and I'd actually put money on the Dolphins winning by seven, that would be the thought going through my head. Like would be, did, why did I think the Dolphins were a touchdown better than than another professional football team? I just. I mean, I mean, yeah, they've had some close games, but I don't know. Thirty-eight to twenty-two last week against the Rams. They lost thirty-one to five Cardinals. Thirty-one to three against the Colts. Forty to nothing against the Bills. They lost twenty-four to nine. They've been kind of crushed by a few teams. Um. Yeah, I just don't like the Texans at all. Okay, but I mean, you can do you can do that same exercise with the Dolphins. I mean, yeah. Two has been playing better. I mean, a couple three hundred yard games in there and stuff. But like, yeah, you can you can do that same thing with with the, where'd their schedule go? There you go. Every it seems like with the Dolphins though, every other game is close. So the first one was seventeen sixteen, then the blowout to the Bills, thirty one twenty eight to the Raiders, then a ten point loss to the Colts, big loss to the Buccaneers, three point loss to the Jaguars, which is like a blowout. Right, and then two point <laughs> loss to the Falcons. Last second, l- last second loss to the Falcons. Yeah, so I think this, Yeah, so I think uh, they're they're a one and seven team against the worst one and seven team, and uh, they're going to be emphatic with this win. I think. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. just going back to that. Just, just even looking at that Jaguars Dolphins thing and being like, that's. If they were gonna win it, if if the Dolphins were gonna blow a team out, or win by two scores, or win by a touchdown, it would have been that game. And their only wins are, let's see, one point. That's it. They have one win. That's it. They have a one. They have one. They have one win. So they, their only win is by one point, and that's it. Yeah. So it's like I've, I'm. I don't know. I'm taking the I'm taking the Texans. I like I'm taking the points. Like whoever in this game was getting the points, I'm taking the points. Okay. So um this one's tricky. The next one, Falcons uh at Saints, Saints favored by five and a half. 
That seems big considering I don't know who's playing quarterback for the Saints like off the top of my head right now. I think it's got to be Trevor Simeon, right? He, he played admirably in that game against uh, when Jameis went down. So, And plus, you know, nothing gets Sean Payton harder than some quarterback he shouldn't be winning with. And that's what Trevor Simeon is. So I'm taking the right. Saints. Um, but then again, I mean, the Falcons have been playing better since, I don't know, this is a tougher one, I guess, because the Falcons have played a little bit better since the season started. And they do have Matt Ryan. But Calvin Ridley is out. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's uh, I think it's Peyton's secret or special recipe of backup quarterback playing. So I'll, I'll go with the Saints for right now. You'd think that with all the blood rushing to his dong because he gets to play with a backup quarterback that um, that he wouldn't be as good as a play caller. But right? uh, no, <laughs> maybe he just doesn't have a big dong. Right. Maybe it's just it doesn't need a lot of blood there. And so it's like, yeah, you can be rock hard fucking like two inch diamond cutter. And, uh, <laughs> um, you know, at the same time, it just doesn't take that much, you know, to power that thing. It's like it's like a Tesla. <laughs> hybrid. Yeah, it's like a hybrid. OK. All right. All right. Um, I'm taking the Falcons. I like the points. I just uh Again, it's a it's Matt Ryan versus Trevor Simeon. It just doesn't feel that doesn't feel fair. Um, I know the rest of the the rest of the team does matter, but uh, you know, if I were betting on this game, could I see myself saying Trevor Simeon is a basically a touchdown better than than the foul? I don't know. I don't know. This is also why I don't bet on sports. Um, Raiders. Favored by three and a half against the Giants. Raiders having um, the most distracted football season of all time, I think, at this point. Um, obviously, with the tragedy with uh, Henry Ruggs. Um, but uh, they are also playing the Giants. So I'm taking the Raiders. Yeah, it's. Uh... I mean, I could easily see the Giants keeping this a three-point game and covering the spread. Three and a half is a stupid number. I hate betting on three and a half games. Um, but the Raiders, they bounce back from the Gruden thing. Do they bounce back from this Ruggs thing? I mean, Ruggs, that's just so so depressing to see stuff like that, man. What a, what a bright future that kid had. And then, obviously, the tragedy of this lady and her dog being killed that's terrible so it's just just ugly sad situation and i don't know do the raiders continue to fight through it or is this a game where all the bad things that have happened this year are on their shoulders but i do like uh i do want to commend uh Derek carr for saying he's going to be able he's going to stick by rugs in this tough situation that guy needs some needs some friends right now because he's going to be doing some time um so yeah, sad situation indeed. But yeah, anyway, I I think I'm going to go with the Giants to lose by a field goal or win this game. I think it's going to be one of those kind of games. Yeah, I mean the the leadership that I mean that's a really what Derek Carr said was right that you know hey um, I'll be there for him um, and he needs people to love him right now 
because basically calling him a piece of shit and and calling him every name in the book isn't doesn't actually make anything better. No, no. Um, and and it's it's sad all the way around. Um, and uh, there's. The, the the tragedy isn't that he's going to lose his career over this. I mean, the tragedy right. is, is the loss of life. The, um, but you know, it's like if you're friends with Henry Ruggs before this happened, um, you know, you don't need to to cast him out. I mean, the 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 government's gonna gonna try and put him under the jail. Um, yeah, and you know, you, you gotta. Um, Man, it's just uh, it's just incredibly sad. But yeah, what Derek like Derek Carr is the guy that makes me think, not even from a skill standpoint, but just from like a leadership standpoint, that he's like the right man for that team right now. Um, that yeah. he's not shy, he's not shying away from the leadership void that um, you know Gruden left. Um, he's not shying away from the tough questions about Henry Ruggs. Like um, you know, it's. Uh, uh, he, he seems like a really, you know, uh, a decent, a decent, thoughtful guy. And, and, um, you know, maybe he can put the team on his back and, and, uh, um, you know, get them through this, like this type of thing, right. It's the, the, the Henry, the, the Henry Ruggs trial is not going to happen for a while. Um, you know, there's going to be all sorts yeah. of shit. It's probably not going to happen even during the season. Um, you know they're they're probably not going to have to answer a bunch of these questions except for maybe this week and next or um you know and then this will <clears throat> from a football standpoint stop being a distraction soon um and uh you just need to kind of weather you know from a football standpoint weather the storm for a little bit um yeah. patriots panthers panther uh, patriots favored by three and a half yeah, two teams heading in different directions. I think the Patriots had a nice win against the Chargers last week. I think that continues against this inferior team and an inferior quarterback in Sam Darnold, who was also um, seeing you know, ghosts the last time he played the Patriots. Yeah, this season is starting to look like um, Odell's career. Those first three games looking pretty good, and then ever since then, not so much. Right. Yeah, so there you go. They do. He's, they're getting McCaffrey back soon. Um, uh, they're getting McCaffrey back soon, so there's that. Yeah, if he's not already back, I like Bill Belichick against bad quarterbacks and young quarterbacks. So, so yeah. All right. Um, let me see here. Uh. Bills, the Jaguars, Bills favored by 14 and a half. I'm still taking the Bills. Yeah, I am too. I think the Bills do a good um, job of beating bad teams convincingly. All right. Vikings versus Ravens. We have some real Cousins curse potential here. <laughs> no, uh, no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's Cousins curse potential. Um, it, uh, I might let you post it first if, uh, if it actually comes out, <laughs> um, but, uh, Vikings versus Ravens, Ravens are favored by five and a half. 
I am taking the, I'm sure I'm taking the Ravens here. Yeah, I'm taking the Ravens. There's no way I'm, this Kirk Cousins on the road against a good team. That just yeah. doesn't, Yeah, we know how that happens. Um, Chargers favored by two and a half. This is fucking weird to me. The Chargers are only favored by two and a half against the Eagles. And I don't, uh, I don't understand this. I, I used to think, I, I thought that everybody thought that the Chargers were a good team and maybe they're not a good team. I mean, four and three isn't the, obviously the best record in the world. Um, they're coming off two losses, but it's to the Ravens and, uh, like you talked about an up and coming Patriots team. They also beat the chiefs, beat the breaks off the beat, beat the Raiders by two scores and then beat the Browns in a shootout. Like, so still a good team. Um, and the Eagles, uh, aren't. So yeah. I don't know why this is only, yeah, I think I they're know, last, only last week's. Yeah. It's, it's de- last week is definitely influencing the spread. I think, I mean, the Eagles just beat the tar off the lions and then the chargers have lost two in a row and their defense hasn't looked that great all year. And the Eagles got somewhat of a dynamic offense with a running quarterback. And, uh, yeah, so I think that's why we're seeing this. Plus, it's, you know, them traveling west to east, so it is in Philadelphia, right? So, um, but, yeah, with that said, I'm still taking the Chargers. I can't imagine them. I think this is a game they can get off the get off the schneid, but we'll see. It'd yeah. be a bad yeah, loss I mean, if they lose that game. This feels, this, this, this feels like free money almost. Yeah. Two and a half just just seems low considering what what else is out there um then we got green bay without or is it, we'll say this we're not we're not gonna say without aaron Rodgers. we're gonna say with jordan love packers with jordan love now we have the benefit here of the packers at uh plus two and a half the chiefs only being favored at, at by two and a half i don't know what the line is now um but i can look it up um but uh, if it was if it was Packers by two and a half, who are you picking? Holy shit! Uh, it moves seven look, points. Yeah, it's nine and a half now. Um, Chiefs reopened as high, so they they pulled it down. The point spread was sitting at Pickham on Wednesday morning before the news broke, and betting was briefly halted on the game. The Chiefs reopened as high as eight and a half points before the line settled back at Kansas City minus seven. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, I mean, this is a tough one. I mean, is <clears throat> I guess we're going to figure out more about Jordan Love. This is the next step. So, but I don't know, man. The Chiefs are four and four, and I still don't like betting against Mahomes. I mean, I know he's not looking good, but I wish I still can't bet against him, especially with the Packers without Aaron Rodgers and or any other receivers coming back? Is Devontae Adams back? Like they missed. Yeah, I think I, I think Adams is back. But yeah, I mean, do you want to do you want to be sitting there at five o'clock looking at your betting slip, going, "I bet against Patrick Mahomes." It just doesn't. Yeah, yeah I mean, it just it it's kind of one of those like you want to you want to pick on. I'm picking the Chiefs. Like you, you generally want to pick on pick the good quarterbacks to win the games. Um, and uh, I don't. Know, we'll see. We'll see if the Chiefs are. If the God, if the Chiefs can't win this game at home, 
you know. I mean, they struggled to beat Daniel Jones at home, so maybe they'll struggle to beat Jordan Love. I don't know. We'll see. Um, uh, Niners. Uh, underdog. Two and a half point underdogs at home. I am taking the Niners. Um, I'm. There's a chance Kyler Murray doesn't play. Uh, the Niners maybe, you know, offense looked as good as it's looked all season last week. Debo Samuel is a monster. Uh, they might get Kittle back. Um, I, I haven't even checked to see if he practiced today. That's bad 49er fan in me. Um, but, uh, um, if they get Kittle back and, uh, yeah, if they get Kittle back, I think, I, th- I think the Niners can can easily keep this game close, if not win it outright. I might have lost Doug. It might just be me here. Here, I'm going to add Doug back now. Yeah, no, I I like the Niners in this game. Um, I think Murray's, you know, he's playing a little hobbled, right? Coming off an injury. Yep. Um, I think the Niners are starting to starting to hit their stride a little bit here. They've looked good the last couple weeks, so I'll take the Niners with the points at home, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. Um yeah, I mean they 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 held they did a decent job on Kyler in in that uh a couple weeks ago. Um did a decent job on him. Uh D Ford's back from concussion. Uh, so it'll be at full strength on the defensive line minus Javon Kinlaw, which is a bit of an issue. We, we, we do miss him. He's um, out for the year, right? He's out for the year, but AJ green is out. So they're down. DeAndre Hopkins didn't practice today. Kyler Murray didn't practice today. Um, you know, we might just be catching the Cardinals at the right time, you know, not to say that we're, we're better than them. We just might be catching them at the right time. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy to get lucky. We, we, the Niners end up winning this game. They're four and five. They play, sorry, they're four and four. Uh, they play the Rams the week after. Maybe they're four and five coming out of that game, but then they play the Jaguars the week after. All of a sudden, we're five and five with seven games to go. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm feeling okay. You know, we got to go five and two, probably to to make the playoffs at that point. I'm okay with that. You know. I can I can maybe find five games on the Niners schedule that are that are that are winnable. I hope. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I can't. Well, here let's do. We do this for every other team. Let's do it for my team. Do God it. Damn it. Uh, they go Jaguars, Vikings, Seahawks. Right. So so Cardinals, Rams, Jaguars, Vikings at Seahawks. At Bengals, home against the Falcons at Titans home against the Texans at Rams. So we just got to find four games other than the Texans. So Texans and Jaguars. Now you got to find three games. So Jaguars, Vikings, Seahawks, Falcons, Texans. I mean, that's five very winnable games right there. Right. And the Titans without Derrick Henry, maybe. Yeah. You know, so we don't know what they're going to look like. Um yeah. And and we'll see what the Bengals look like later in the season, right? I mean, that's still is that's still Zach Taylor. I'm still not sold. Like, I think yeah. he's just he's just Cliff Kingsbury in orange. Yeah, I'm he's interested just, to see how much pressure uh, the Browns can get on Joey B. 
Because he is getting he is getting pressured. He is getting hit still, which has got to be scary. Because that guy's taking some hits already. Yeah. Two seasons in. Um. All right. So uh, wrapping this up, uh, the Sunday night game, Rams favored by seven and a half. I'm taking the Rams over over the Titans. Uh, no Derrick Henry, and the Rams just kind of feel like like they're they looked like monsters coming into it, and now they're they're actually the team kind of we thought they were, and they're adding pieces. I don't think Von Miller plays this week, but um, still, it's just. I think they, they'll probably be too much for the Titans, but the Titans are been surprising people and they signed Adrian Peterson, which is fucking amazing for Adrian yeah. Peterson. Yeah. I don't think anybody's going to be upset if Adrian Peterson plays well. Um, but yeah, that seven and a half again, whenever the spread is like three and a half or seven and a half, I do not like it. Um, but I'm going to go, I'm going to say the Titans can cover. Okay. Even with that, even without them. And then Steelers six and a half um, versus the uh, versus the Bears on Monday night. Um, yeah, I think the Steelers will cover that one. Um, just their defense is good enough, I think. So, so I'm going yeah. Squealers. I'm with it. I'm with it. Um, hey, if you lasted this long into the pod, um. Write us a review. Say something nice, um, specifically on Apple Podcasts. And also, um, kind of weird bringing this up now on the podcast, but if you prefer to to watch me talk, uh, we're not, you know, Doug's, Doug's, Doug's uh, beautiful face isn't up here yet. I think we're going to probably be solving that here in the next couple of weeks. But um, yep. the... Uh, uh, if you want to watch me talk, all the videos, all the live streams are automatically uploaded to nachoflacco.com slash videos. So you can check it out there too. Um, and uh, come join us for the live stream Sunday nights. Uh, sorry, Monday nights and Thursday nights after the primetime games usually start around uh, 945 Eastern and finish at two in the morning Doug time. Yeah, you said 9.45 Eastern. That's 9.45. No, no yeah, sorry. Pacific. 9.45 Pacific. If you want to start doing these at 9.45 <laughs> Eastern, I think I could. I think I it's, could. It's just not – I don't think it's good radio having my kids scream at me in the background. Well, we don't know until we try. I tried doing – some. I tried answering some of my questions yesterday. and and uh, Well, I sent you one of them. I don't know if you saw that one. Yep, that's um, one. But uh, I'll, I'll I'll post the outtake um, <laughs> finally, and um, but yeah, he's uh, a blessed a blessed child. That's the older one. That's the I don't I do I, I didn't want to post it because that's the that's not what I mean. Like that's my disabled son. I didn't want to like you know I'm not trying to make fun of him or anything. Maybe I won't post it. I don't know. He just like because the other thing is like you know when you post it, it's like oh you let your kids talk to you like that. I'm like. No, that's the disabled one. You can't fucking help it. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. So I didn't want to have that. I didn't want to have that conversation like sixteen times. So, yeah. Um, anyways, maybe I'll post it on the uh, I'll post it on the the podcast page, and uh, that way it's not uh, everybody gets the context. So yeah. Um. Well, cool, Doug. Appreciate you. Thanks for staying up late yeah. night with Nacho Flacco. Um, and uh, we'll talk. Uh, we'll talk after the Monday night game next week. Indeed, we will. 
Welcome to Rally. Rally. All right, buddy. Later on. Later.